All right. So hello, fellow humans. Welcome to my podcast, Human Better 365 for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I'm your host, Sabrina Victoria, and this is episode 119. 119 episodes. If you are new to this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button for weekly motivational content that is sure to jumpstart your day. Today, I want to talk about procrastination. You now have more time than ever, unfortunately, but why are we wasting that time? We're still procrastinating. All those excuses that you used to use as far as there's not enough time have now gone out the window for the majority of you and you're still procrastinating. You're still not getting done those things that you know you're supposed to be getting done. So I want to touch on that. I want to talk about that and break it down a little bit more this week um, as I did last week. So let's jump right in. Human Better 365, the only podcast that will create undeniable results in long-term growth, regain control of your time, get organized, and prepare for the future, all while having a life full of purpose, because managing your time means managing your life. And now your host, Sabrina Victoria. All right, my friends friendly friends. Um, So last week I talked about fear of success and fear of failure as being the two most popular or biggest reasons why um, we as humans continue to procrastinate. So I just kind of want to add to that list I know for certain that every single one of you that heard that podcast, and if you didn't, I um, ask you to go back. I actually did it on Facebook Live under um, my business page, Human Better 365. Um, I did not actually post it on my um, SoundCloud because my second way of recording, which is what I am doing now, didn't work, and I don't like putting that like Facebook looking thing with the black on the sides on my YouTube. Maybe I should get over that. I should probably just get over that. Um, you know what? I'm just going to get over that. <laughs> I don't know why I, why I do that. But anyways, um, so there's not just two reasons why. Now, I know that every single one of you, like I said, fell into either one or the other or both either fear of failure or fear of success as to reasons why you're procrastinating. However, that's not just it. There are actually a total of 13 reasons why that I know of. I'm sure you might even have a few extra as to why people push things off. So in the era that we're in right now with the coronavirus rampant, Um, So many people all over the world are at home right now and I'm on social media and I'm realizing that everybody is watching Netflix. (laughs) Everyone is watching Netflix. Everyone is watching the Disney Channel. Everyone who is on Prime TV 
And um, I know for certain that there are dreams and there are passions within you that you want to get going on. And you usually use the excuse of not having enough time as to why you were pushing these things off. Most of you have a full-time job. Um, most of you have some sort of a commute, whether it's a shorter commute or a longer commute. And there's always this uh, banter in your head of if my commute wasn't so long or if I didn't have to ride the train or if I didn't have to drive or if my day wasn't so long or if my day wasn't so stressful or if my boss wasn't such an ass or if I wasn't so tired when I got home or if I had a different job or if my job was paying me more, whatever it is, there are always some sort of excuse as to why you are procrastinating the important things in your life that you really, really want to get done. And um, this is the thing. What is it? What are the things? Some of you guys um, want to start up a small business. Some of you guys want to um, start losing weight, uh, get educated, go back to school, study, read more, spend more time with the family, whatever it is. And this is the opportunity for you to finally do all those things, that family puzzle, redoing the living room, redoing the kitchen, painting the house, whatever it is. And a lot of you are still procrastinating. A lot of you are still putting off till tomorrow what you could be doing today. And I am here to ask why? Why are you deciding to continue to procrastinate when you now have more time than ever to do the things that you have been wanting to do? Why are you putting them off? So like I said, last week, Facebook Live on Human Better 365 page, I talked about fear of failure and fear of success. It was an amazing podcast. I definitely encourage you to check it out. Now, the next one that I want to talk about is being overwhelmed, being overwhelmed. Some of us have so much stuff, so much stuff. And um, this is what I usually recommend for everyone, whether you feel like your list is really long or you feel like your list is shorter or there's only a couple things that you're really, whatever it is. One of the things that I highly recommend for anyone who has so much on their plate that they feel continuously overwhelmed is to write it all down. Write it all down. Every single bit of, the, um, of your life that you feel like you need to do all the way down to like doing laundry or taking a shower or shaving your legs all the way up to the big things such as clearing out the garage, remodeling the kitchen, picking up soap at the grocery store, um, booking a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment. Obviously those you won't be able to get, you know, in right, right now, but every single thing, that's what I encourage you to do. Take out, um, a piece of paper and I want you to write down every single thing every single thing, every single thing, and just keep writing and keep writing and keep writing all of the things down that you know that you need to be getting done. Now, this is what I do, okay? I have a continuous list 
a continuous list of all of the things in my life that I need to do. Then what I do is I take my big list and I transfer it to today or I transfer it to tomorrow as to what out of the big list I can pull and are needed to do immediately and put them onto my today list or my tomorrow list to actually start working on it. That's the easiest way to do it is to get it all out of your brain. So your brain is not meant to hold information. It's just not. There's too much stuff, and this is why you feel so overwhelmed. It's actually meant to be creative and problem solve. That's what your brain is supposed to be used for, not as a storage for a list. That's why you have hands. So your job is to take all of the things that are all mumbled and jumbled into your head and write them down on a piece of paper so that you don't have to continue to remember all of the things all the time. Now, I have created what I call a Vision Your Best Life um, Day Planner, and it is a wonderful, wonderful way to um, really get all of your ideas down concisely. There's exercises in it and all these different ways to be able to figure out for you what is needed for you. And if that's something that you would be interested in purchasing at one point, it's in production right now. It's a little held up right now because of the coronavirus, but I would love to talk to you about getting one of those for yourself. So being overwhelmed. The other thing that you want to do as far as not being overwhelmed is learn to say no. So right now there's not a whole lot of that. Um, you're not able to go out and hang out and do this and do that or volunteer. Um, but uh, in your normal life, when normal things are going on, one of the things that you're going to want to um, be aware of is being okay with saying no. You can't do all the things all of the time. You just can't. It's impossible. So one of the things that I'm going to ask you to do is to be cognizant of whether or not you actually have time to do the things that other people are insisting you do, whether it's go to the movies, whether it's hang out, whether it's volunteer, whether it's um, cooking dinner six days a week for your family or um, working overtime, whatever it is, everyone is, is constantly being pulled to their capacity. And people just naturally want to take. That's just a thing. They want to hang out with you. They want you to do more. They want you to work harder. And you need to be really cognizant of the hours that you have in your day and what's important to you. Are you doing the things that are important to you? Are you taking the time to, to create a world where you are able to complete and work on the things that you are passionate about? Or are there other things in your life that are pulling hours out of your day so that you are not able to do the things that you actually want to do? The next thing I want you to ask yourself if you're feeling overwhelmed is why. Why are you feeling overwhelmed? What are the things when you sit down and you're like, ah, what are the top handful of things that you are constantly talking about that you are doing that make you feel so overwhelmed? One of the things that was huge for me is housework, chores. 
And so what I decided to do instead of continuously complaining for the rest of my life about I can't do this, I can't do what I'm passionate about and work and be healthy and be a great mom and be a great spouse and do all the housework. So what I had to do is I had to start delegating. I had to start delegating some of the um, some of the things to my son, which I pay him for. I started delegating a few of the things to my boyfriend and I just had an honest conversation like, hey, listen, can you help me with this? Um, one of the things that we just um, implemented recently was dinner. So, you know, I make dinner. I take the time to figure out what we're making for dinner and then make the dinner and then present the dinner. And then I always did the dishes and I was resentful for that. I was very frustrated with that. So I had a conversation and I said, hey, listen, whoever eats cleans up. And it was literally as simple as that. Five days ago, it started, and every single day, we all sit down to dinner, we conversate, we eat, and then we're done. And I say, okay, let's clean up. Somebody cleans up the table, somebody cleans up the counter, somebody cleans up the stove, we do all the dishes together, we put them in the dishwasher, and afterwards, it literally takes less than 10 minutes if all of us are do when all of us are doing it, the kitchen is clean, it's beautiful, and it's so much less stressful. So there are solutions to whatever it is that's making you feel the most overwhelmed. Be aware of that and voice your opinion. Communicate with yourself. Be honest with yourself and the people in your life. And um, realize that there are things that you can delegate. There are things that you can Work out so that you yourself are not feeling as if you need to do all of the things all of the time. Does that make sense? The next thing is um, delegating and eliminating. So that was what I just talked about. Learn to delegate or learn to eliminate. There are things that you are doing in your life that are completely obnoxious. Um, a lot of OCD people that you know are uh, dealing with things mentally um, waste so much time doing things and making things so perfect that they, um, are wasting time, like making sure all the labels are the same way or making sure everything's stacked exactly correctly or making sure all the shoe, the shoes are lined up exactly correctly. Um, there are things that you can do in order to make sure that, um, the time that you're wasting doing things that aren't really necessary. All the glasses need to be the same way. All the, the cups need to be the same way. Um, some of those things help with time and some of them hinder with time. So it could be argued that the more organized you are with the labels and all this, the less time you find in choosing it. But you need to be aware. Be aware of what is stressing you and what is helping you. And if those OCD things that you do are actually in the long run helping you, then you need to stop complaining about the fact that you're doing it and the time that you're wasting doing it. Does that make sense? Um, so that was just kind of a, a small example. The next thing is get enough sleep so you can stay calm and allow your mind to work. So those of you that are feeling super overwhelmed all the time, a lot of it is lack of sleep. Your mind, it's proven. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of Sleep Revolution. Um, it's a, hmm, I don't know where it is. So um, Sleep Revolution, and it talks about in there um, how important it is to sleep. 
and that if you don't get enough sleep during your day, it is equivalent to um, drinking alcohol while driving or just during your day. Your mind actually acts the same as it would if you had a hangover um, being sleep deprived. So that's very important to realize that one of the reasons you could be overwhelmed is because your brain isn't even working correctly because you are um, not getting enough sleep. So make sure you're getting your full eight hours of, your, of sleep and um, cutting out all caffeine and all of that stuff, um, you know, five to six hours before your actual bedtime. So when you're sleeping, you can actually sleep and wake up refreshed. The last thing is refuse your temptation to procrastinate. So a lot of times when you're feeling overwhelmed, when there's so many things, it's very easy to, um, to procrastinate because there's just so much to do. So one of the things that you have to do is commit. Commit to not procrastinating. Make that a commitment. Write all your stuff down. Eliminate anything that doesn't need to be done. Delegate things that can be done by other people. Get enough sleep and commit to not procrastinating, okay? So if you're feeling overwhelmed, those are the things you want to do. The next thing I want to talk about is not sure where to start. So one of the reasons why sometimes we feel a little overwhelmed is because we don't even know where to start in certain projects that we're working on, whether it's weight loss, whether it's do, redoing the kitchen, whether it's clearing out the garage. That one thing, that one project can sometimes be so overwhelming because you don't even know where to start. So write down, like I said, all of the things, then take one thing that you are working on that you're not sure how to start and Google it. Google it. What are the steps to working out? What are the steps to redoing my kitchen? What are the steps to clearing out my garage? A lot of times it's very Googleable. Number one. Number two, if you just sit down with a pad and a paper and come up with a plan, or if you sit and you commit to just doing 15 or 20 minutes, put on a timer and just say, hey, I'm going to stand in the garage and do something for 20 minutes. And maybe all you do is just go around and just clear out all the garbage for 20 minutes because your garage is just filled with random things, including garbage. And just say, I'm just going to clear out all the garbage, all the boxes that are empty, all of the bags, all of the paper products, all of the, whatever it is, the stuff that you know is bad that you need to throw away, but you just haven't thrown away. Make a commitment to do things in little tiny steps. And this is what happens. Make those little tiny steps wins. So if on your large list of things to do, one of the things is to redo the kitchen, well then have one of the steps that you're doing today to go to Home Depot and um, get paint swatches or go, to, uh, go on a website and find out um, where you can buy cabinets or a tile or whatever it is, do be aware that there are steps that you need to do in order to get the large thing done and make that a win. Make that a win. Put on your list, go to Home Depot and look at paint swatches. Go, then go to Home Depot, pull paint swatches, you and your spouse, your family, your mom, your dad, whatever it is, come home, try it out, mark it off your list. You just won. 
And that's one more thing that you got done. Then the next day, figure out something else. Maybe research the type of paint. There's so many different, there's many types of paint as there is bread on the shelf at the local grocery store. So maybe that's one of the things that overwhelm you. I don't know what kind of paint to use. So do some research. Go to the, the paint department and ask questions. What would be the best paint for this? What would be the best paint for this price for this? And look around and just do that one thing. You don't have to buy anything. But break down the issues or the barriers that are getting in your way and break them down into little tiny little bitty steps so that every day you're winning at life and you're getting closer to the goal. And then if you continue to do that every single time, before you know it, you're just knocking stuff right out of the park continuously. So start anywhere. It doesn't matter. You want to start working out? Just go for a freaking walk. Start anywhere. You don't have to know all of the things of all of the things before you can start losing weight. You don't have to read 15 um, health books, you know, before you can actually feel as if you can start losing weight. Does that make sense? Eat an apple and go for a walk. That's step one. The next day, go for, add five minutes to your walk and eat an apple and a banana or make a smoothie. There are little tiny things that you can do where you don't have to be super educated in the, um, arena of working out in order to start losing weight in order to start feeling better so stop using those as excuses as to why you are procrastinating you're doing that and you know you're doing that but you don't know all of the things so you don't know where to start so you can't do it and you can because you know one or two or three things that you can do to start getting the ball, the ball rolling and you're choosing not to because your brain is telling you that you don't know all the things so you can't be successful. And I'm telling you right now that that is false. Start anywhere. Literally start anywhere. Just start and commit to 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I'm going to do this for 20 minutes. I'm going to look at paint swatches for 20 minutes. I'm going to do a puzzle with my family for 20 minutes. I'm going to go for a walk for 20 minutes. Whatever the areas of your life that you are feeling as if you are procrastinating them and you're not doing the things that you know you should be doing as a healthy, mental and emotion, mentally and emotional human being, you need to start working on. Stop procrastinating and just get moving, get moving, get moving. It's all about movement. The next thing, start making phone calls and using the internet to broaden your knowledge on the project. This will enable you to break through any barriers that are getting in your way. So I already kind of touched on that. Research it. But don't get so caught up in the details. You don't have to start necessarily researching it today if it's I need to work out. Just go for a walk. Don't allow yourself to get entangled in the details. It's not necessary. You're procrastinating and you know it. And I'm here I'm here to tell you that you need to stop procrastinating. Just get it done. Just start moving in that direction. Start moving. Next one is indecisiveness. Notice how these all kind of have a little bit of a flow together. A lot of times we're feeling overwhelmed because we're being indecisive about all of the things. A lot of times we're feeling overwhelmed because we don't know where to start. See how they all go together. But what I did is I kind of broke them down into tangible things so that you can comprehend 
where your mind might be. So indecisiveness, a lot of times people get stuck in trying to be perfect, which is another reason why people actually procrastinate is perfectionism. Perfectionism. So um, a lot of times this is done between two or three decisions, two or three paint swatches, two or three gyms, two or three things that you should be doing with the family for a family vacation, whatever it is. Um, indecisiveness can cause huge delays in actions because you're not making a decision. And then what happens is time passes and then you actually sabotage the hours that um, could have been taken, I guess, to do that thing. And the whole thing gets scooted back, scooted back, scooted back. And before you know it, procrastination is your middle name. So work on making decisions. Be decisive. This is one thing that I always tell my son. I ask him a question. He delays a little bit. He says, I don't know. And I say, absolutely not. You have to make a decision. Be decisive. People love decisive people. People love quick, 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 quick. Make a decision, make a decision, make a decision. Now, obviously, if it's like buying a house and it's between house one and house two, obviously think about it for a second. But there's other things that people procrastinate with, like buying a new pair of shoes and which ones are better, the blue ones or the green ones, and they sit here and they mull over it forever and it becomes a thing in their life becomes a, a thing that they're constantly overthinking all of the things all of the time and it's wasting so much time be decisive so commit to taking action and decide to make a decision this is the other thing that i want to talk about not making a decision is also a decision so just doing nothing Doing nothing is also a decision. So working out, for instance, you know, not choosing a gym, not choosing a trainer, not choosing to, to figure out whether you want to walk or jog or run and just choosing none of them. That is also a decision. Not making a decision is also a decision. Be aware of that. Be aware of that. Um, grow comfortable with imperfect decisions and remind yourself what is the worst that can happen. You are going to make decisions where you kind of thought afterwards you should have done a different decision. That's why the saying 2020, right? Hindsight is 2020. That's why that saying exists because stuff like that happens. A lot of times you don't realize until you get going that maybe you should have gone the other route. But that's okay because you never would have known that unless you actually did it. And now you know, and now you can either turn around, you can go the other way, you can keep going this way and just be like, oh, screw it. I'll do it better the next time, whatever it is. You know, I was talking to um, a couple who recently just bought a house for an investment. They made a decision, buy a house for an investment. Now, while they're working on the house, they could be getting all negative and they could be saying, oh, the house has this and the house has this and this is wrong with it and this is wrong with it and this is wrong with it because they bought a flipper. They're trying to flip the house. But instead of being super negative about it and like, oh, you know, we shouldn't have bought this house because of this. We shouldn't have bought this house because of this. What they're actually doing is they're learning from it. And constantly I hear them saying, 
Next time we know this. Next time we buy a house, now we know this. Next time we buy a house, now we know to look for this. Know not to get one with this. Because they're learning. They made a decision and they realized that it might not have been the best decision. There might have been a better house. But instead of sitting on that or being indecisive and not making any decision, they're learning and they're going to take all of the things that they learn and they're going to take it with them to the next house that they purchase and the next house that they flip. And they're just going to get better and better and better and better at it. And that's what you have to realize. That's what being a human is. It's making mistakes and learning from it. It's not about making all the best, most perfect decisions ever and never, ever failing. That's just not even a thing. That's not even a thing. And I'm here to tell you that the more mistakes that you make in life, the better off you are all the time with all of the things. Um, lastly, no immediate consequences. Now this one is more for health and fitness. Why we eat bad, why we have midnight snacks, <laughs> why we decide to eat Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast instead of having a smoothie for breakfast. A lot of this is because there are no immediate consequences. So you don't, as soon as you eat a donut, you don't just gain five pounds immediately. Um, it's not like every time you eat a donut, you gain five, gain five, gain five. And then by the end of the week, you're double your size. That's just not a thing. So the reason a lot of times we procrastinate is because there are no immediate consequences. For instance, clearing out the garage. There's no immediate consequence if you decide not to clean out the garage this month when you're at home sitting on your butt watching Netflix. Nothing really is going to happen. But what is going to happen is not clearing out the garage could mean if you live in Florida that you're not able to pull your car in the garage during the hurricane season like you wanted to last year. And then this year, maybe a palm tree is going to fall in your car in your driveway. But if you would have cleared out your garage this during this time period, then for hurricane season next year, your car will be in the garage. And when the tree falls, you can think to yourself, thank goodness I cleared out the garage and I have my car in there or else this tree would have fallen on my car. See, they all snowball together. All of these decisions that you make snowball together. And this is why it's so important to not procrastinate because even though there are no immediate consequences in your actions right now that you can see in the long run, as your life continues to snowball, there are going to be consequences as to why you can or cannot do certain things because you did not you chose not or you procrastinated on not doing the things that you knew you should have been doing. So when the time comes, you're not able to do that thing because you procrastinated in the beginning. Does that make sense? I know that that makes sense. So adults tend to procrastinate because as they get older, there's no immediate consequence for delaying the task. There's no one there to ground us. There's no one there ordering us what we can and cannot do. This inaction can have serious negative impacts on your personal life and your career. Maybe not immediately, but in the long run. This is why people have a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas. 
They end up in the doctor's office. The doctor's office says, you have diabetes. I woulda, coulda, shoulda worked out last year. A big tree falls on your car during a hurricane. Woulda, coulda, shoulda cleared out the garage. Does that make sense? There are things that are going to happen in your future because of the things that you are refusing to do right now. Finding ways to make money right now. Putting it off. Not realizing that you're going to be out of work four weeks, five weeks, six weeks from now. And refusing to figure out a way to make money now. Or not having a savings account. How many of you last year or two years ago or three years ago continued to tell yourself that you should have been saving? You should have a nest egg. You should have an emergency fund. Some of you who are married, maybe one of you wanted an emergency fund. One of you didn't want an emergency fund. There was two decisions, right? Indecisiveness, and you made a decision. Everybody knows that you should have an emergency fund. Now, what, there was no immediate, no immediate consequence when you decided not to open a savings account a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, but now... We are where we are in the coronavirus season of your life and you're wishing you would have set up a savings account. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Immediate consequences may not be, but there will be a consequence eventually. What will it be and how will it affect you? You need to stop procrastinating just because there isn't an immediate consequence. You got to get to work. You have to start figuring out the things in your life that are going to make you a better person, make you a better human being in the long run. So become hyper aware of what the long-term consequences will be if you continue to procrastinate it. What are they going to be? You didn't start a fund three years ago for savings. Now coronavirus hits, you have no savings. Now is your mortgage going to be put on hold? Possibly. Are your utilities going to be on hold? Possibly. Is your landlord not going to charge you rent or going to be able to move your rent back a month? Possibly. But is there an added amount of anxiety and pressure and frustration on your life, on your soul, on your human being because you don't have an emergency fund? The answer is yes. Yes. There's more stress, more anxiety sitting on your head where you feel more overwhelmed and you're progressing. You can't get anything else done in your world because you're so heavy with anxiety because you didn't do what you know you should have done two or three years ago. Does that make sense? So backtrack to certain circumstances in your life that went wrong because you decided to procrastinate and that wound up having consequences because you waited until the last minute. Again, same thing. You didn't have a savings account three years ago, never opened one up. Then two years ago, you know you should have, but you never opened one up. And then a year ago, you know you should have opened up a savings account and you decided not to. And now you're out of work. That is a huge consequence that you're now enduring because you did not open up a savings account one, two, three years ago. Does that make sense? Now be aware of this, learn from this, and take what you're learning and use it in the future. Don't be stuck in this circumstance again.
refuse to lose in your life and do the things that you know that you should be doing as a human being so that you're better for yourself and your family in the future. Okay. Um, meditate on those situations and become aware of how important it is to not procrastinate for this reason. So sit, meditate, think, journal, and make a plan so that after this whole thing is over and done with, then you can actually be better for the next time. You can actually use what you learned and teach your children, teach your nephew, teach your niece, teach your spouse, your parents, whatever it is. Speak about it. Hey, there was this circumstance where I knew I woulda, coulda, shoulda uh, three years ago with a savings account. Then I didn't. I was totally screwed during the coronavirus, had no savings. Fast forward five years, you have $30,000 in the bank account because you learned from the coronavirus and you're saving. And then you talk about it to your kids. You talk about it to your niece. You talk about it to your spouse, to your new spouse, to your to your dad, to your mom, to your aunts and uncles. You say, hey, listen, there was this coronavirus. Remember that? You need to start saving. This is how I did it. And then you become a teacher. All I did is I took $20 a week and it automatically dropped into a savings account. All I did is I took a one paycheck every single week and I dropped it into a savings account. All I, whatever it is, I got a second job. I got a side hustle, whatever it is. What are the things? Got rid of my car. So I took that payment and I ride my bike to work and now I shove that into a savings account, whatever it is. And then you talk about it to your friends so that they hopefully will learn from you. They hopefully won't procrastinate. They'll learn from you and you guys can move forward and be better human beings. Does that make sense? So listen, guys, this was uh, four, four ways that uh, we could be procrastinating, but that um, are easily, easily, easily adjustable so that you're not procrastinating in these four areas. So the first one I talked about was being overwhelmed. If you're feeling overwhelmed, say no to more tasks. Ask yourself why you're feeling overwhelmed. Write down, remember the master list, write down the master list of all the things that you need to be doing. Write it all down so it's all on a piece of paper and then you pull from the master list and you put it for today or tomorrow. That keeps you from feeling overwhelmed. Um, delegate and eliminate, delegate chores to your kids, to your spouse, to your roommates, where, whatever your living situation is, um, make sure you're getting enough sleep. Ha being sleep deprived is the same as being hungover for real. Get enough sleep and refuse to procrastinate. Just refuse. Um, next thing is not sure where to start. You don't know where to start. You keep procrastinating because you don't even know where to start. That's fine. Um, Google it. Uh, read a book. Figure it out. Just start anywhere. Literally just start anywhere. And the um, uncertainty of where to start ends. Just commit to 15, 20 minutes in the garage. 20 minute walk. 20 minutes doing a puzzle with the family, 
wherever it is in your life where you're trying to procrastinate less, commit to doing that thing, that project for 20 minutes. That's it. Nothing crazy. And what you'll do is you'll start to break it down. It'll start pin mover and get pliable. And then before you know it, the project or whatever it is, is done. Because you're just doing it in 20 minute intervals. The other one is indecisiveness. Indecisiveness. Whether or not to do this or to do that. Whether to do um, so commit to taking action and to make a decision would be number one. Grow comfortable with imperfect decisions and remind yourself what is the worst that can happen. Stop trying to be perfect all the time. Everyone knows. Everyone knows the saying for Michael Jordan. Everyone knows the saying for Abraham Lincoln. They made a ton of mistakes, and because they made a ton of mistakes, then they're so successful. That's for real. That is for real. If you want to become a real estate mongol, you're going to buy things that suck. You're going to um, give bad advice. You're going to give bad decisions. You're going to there are going to be things that go wrong. But you need to continue to push forward, continue to do all of the things and make all of the mistakes. If you want to be a car mechanic, if you want to open your own business, if you want to build a car, if you want to build a robot, if you want to um, do a fashion design, if you want to be a fashion designer, there are going to be mistakes that you make. Wrong fabric, wrong amount, wrong pattern, wrong texture. And all you do is you take those things that you failed on, you put them in your memory bank so that you don't do it again in the future. Be decisive. Make decisions. Don't worry about being perfect all the time. Last one, no immediate consequence. People procrastinate because there is no immediate consequence. You didn't open up a savings account three years ago because there was no immediate savings account. Fast forward three years, there's a coronavirus and you have no saved money. You decided not to clean out the garage last year. So then this year the hurricane comes and a big palm tree falls on your car. You don't have the right insurance. But if you would have cleared out the garage last summer, then your car wouldn't have been hit by the palm tree and then uh, during the hurricane season and then everything would have been fine. There are consequences long term. What are they? Figure it out and work your life in accordance to what the consequences could be. Does that make sense? So listen, guys, um, here, Human Better 365, that is who I am. I teach all about time management, organization, minimalism, ways to get right mentally and emotionally so that you can become a better human being 365 days a week and you're continuing to learn. Every single day, you're growing upon the next and learning and absorbing and becoming a better person. That's what this is all about. You can find me on um, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, SoundCloud. I am on multiple uh, podcast forums, uh, Facebook, obviously my website, Human Better 365 is where all of my stuff is. I do personal coaching. I have a um, wonderful planner that I have created in order to help you get your life together. So thank you so much for joining me here on today's podcast at Human Better 365. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and check out all of my other um, social media and website, um, humanbetter365.com, Sabrina Victoria, that's me, .com. 
Um, always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Take immediate action and stay in control of your life by visiting humanbetter365.com. Start to envision your best life by focusing on empowering thoughts. Personal and group coaching available. Contact us today.